they kind of they put it to me of like so who are you who is this guy called Lindsay that yeah. does all these things that are helpful and beneficial professionally yeah. and helpful and beneficial in his personal life with his yeah. fitness and then the other part is that he sits and drinks copious amounts of beer and whiskey it was like a when you've been jumping on a trampoline for ages and you come off the trampoline and then you jump on the ground and it's like that big jolt. Yes, it was, yeah. like, it was like that of like, yeah, good point. Hello everybody and welcome to the Health and Sports Show. Today we've got uh, Lindsay Ross with us and he's going to take us through uh, some life journey stories I suppose they'd be. So I'll pass you over to Lindsay, he can introduce himself. Thank you Tom. Um, so for the last 25, 20, almost 30 years I've been uh, working in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working sort of in this uh, non-traditional type, so not working in um, wards as a nurse I've been working as a nurse but in the the places where you sort of more likely see us flying the wall the uh, documentaries and the places that kind of attract um, <laughs> people that like a bit of adrenaline in their working yeah. life yeah um, so I've worked in intensive care I've worked in police custody mm-hmm. which is basically the same as the the Channel 4 documentary um, <laughs> all that's missing is, is the camera I've worked in A&E a couple of times uh-huh. um, and I've also worked in street drug projects and um, basically places that involved um, lots of adrenaline, lots of uh, human emotion, Mm -hmm. um, a fair bit of trauma, um, physical and psychological, both Uh for the the patients that you're looking after Mm -hmm. and potentially um, a bit of trauma for the people looking after them. Sure, yeah. Um, Partly from people that are unwell or behavioural issues um, and being at risk of um, physical injury from them but also and probably more prevalent um, mental health the sort of the impact on mm-hmm. looking after particular patient groups which doesn't affect everybody mm-hmm. um, but with hindsight there's always that risk there isn't there yep, yep. yeah and uh, with the benefit of hindsight having kind of chased that kind of career paths um, it definitely affected me Mm. In, a, in a less than helpful way or one of my coping strategies with it was, mm-hmm. was less than helpful. It sounds a little bit like a, a working equivalent of dangling into a volcano <laughs> in a lot of cases. You know, there's, like you say, there, there is a huge potential, you know, working in, in A&E, you must have, you know, had to potentially revive people or seen people unable to be uh, revived, uh, working in police custody that's always going to be a, a, a tricky one. So you, you mentioned coping strategies. What was the main one that you felt uh, you lent on to, to get you through those sort of traumatic or, or difficult times? Um, well, at, at the time of them happening, um, lots of gallows humour. There, was a, there, there uh-huh. was a lot of support um, from, from peers, from colleagues in the NHS. Um, and... You, you know you, you're encouraged to to um to escalate that if need to be mm-hmm. as well but on, yeah. the, on the sort of very basic level there is you know there's there's peer support there's yeah. gallows humor which <laughs> to the to the um the untrained ear or to people you know would be quite horrific uh-huh. um 
and also um, sort of out with of the work environment. Um, there's a, there can be a bit of a drink culture mm. around with uh, with healthcare as as well. Um, when did you when did you start your working in in healthcare? When I was, so I started my training when I was 21 and okay. finished qualified sort of 24, almost 25. Okay. So 25, 26 years ago. Okay, gotcha. So everyone's calculating your age now. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's around a time when, you know, music was quite, I mean, music's always been a big thing, but you had, uh, would that be around the sort of Britpop sort of time, Oasis and, and all that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, and, and us Brits don't mind, you know, a drink anyway. Uh, do you find in that high pressure, you know, environment, was there more of a drinking culture there than there was in, in you know, the rest of society, like your, your other friends sort of in their occupations? Or did you find it was just part of, of, of what was normal in Britain at the time? I think for, for a few years, um, I don't know if I heard, certainly there's a period of time where you could look at it, uh, the whole lad culture and all that nonsense mm-hmm. where yeah. it was <laughs> probably it was probably being encouraged um, at at best it was being encouraged certainly it was being tolerated and mm-hmm. it was you know it was seen as be you know the impact of that was very 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 much downplayed mm-hmm. um, you know from from Chris Evans Friday Night Show on yeah, yeah. All, all that yeah. kind of nonsense um, and particular magazines and um, the whole thing around sport and culture and all that was, you know, mm-hmm. sort of work hard and, and play hard, party yeah. hard. There was even yeah. a song about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. I think, and it was, you know, almost embraced in the same way that that uh, looking after your health now is becoming an embraced thing. Sure. It was like, yeah, let's, you know, uh, Paul Merson winning a winning a trophy with Arsenal. And That's going, it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah exactly. The whole, the yeah. whole Gaza thing in the dentist chair and. Um, and all that kind of thing, um, and then obviously Scottish culture being what it is, you know, we don't need much encouragement <laughs> to, to be partying, to be to be seen to be having a good Truth. time, yeah. if not organising the whole woman thing, you know. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was very much. Um, it certainly wasn't frowned on, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think healthcare is any different from that. I think you could be looking at healthcare out with of that time period, and it's um, it's probably encouraged it's probably not really frowned on mm-hmm. despite our knowledge and despite maybe messages that we give to the, the public at large about looking after yourself sure. it's like well we do these things because you know you don't mm-hmm. uh, we look after certain patient groups because you don't so yeah. we can we can cope in our way so we can mm-hmm. excuse our gallows humor yeah and um if we choose to use the the alcohol route for coping, then we can excuse that sure. as well, or we can almost like the you know, this is this is the accepted way to blow off steam. You know, we we've earned the right to, you know, go out and have a skinful, and mm-hmm. and that's and that's it. Even though, like you say, it contradicts that healthy healthy lifestyle sort of message that maybe we should be yeah. putting forward. Yeah. But um, so if that was X number of years ago, <laughs> and um, to about last year, where, where did that, where did that take you? Where, where did you end up in that twenty years with, with that sort of um, work environment and, and, and lifestyle? Um, so, kind of continually chasing that, 
career or or particular job of you know looking for something that that offers that uh, challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, As in, like that adrenaline challenge, yeah, or yeah. okay. Um, and you know the sort of the more extreme ways of making a living. Mm-hmm. You know, ra- rather than just inverted commas, um, you know, being in a, a standard ward yeah. with with twenty people that are a little bit ill. I would rather be in a in a, an environment where maybe people were more critically ill mm-hmm. in terms of physically or um, with acute mental health things or with acute behaviour things mm-hmm. like in the custody environment or in the, the drugs project. Yeah. Um, and a, the coping in terms of myself was, you know, just to, to continue doing that and to, to get through the working day. Um, and to de-escalate or, or de-stress or deal with stress or mm-hmm. um, reward myself yeah. by having a drink at the end of the day. Sure. Do you think it, or did you feel at the time that that was helping? Um, I didn't hind- really, yeah. At the time, with hindsight, it can be a very different image, can't it? I didn't really look at it in, in that way. It's like, well, I've mm-hmm. earned this. You know, I've, I've, yeah. I've been in this environment for... 12 hours because that's the shifts that you do uh-huh. um, and I'm off for a period of time and this is what I'll do because yeah. I'm not working there. Sure. I don't have that responsibility and, to and I'm assuming it's it's you're not alone in that you know that was like you said there was quite a culture in that um, and I'm sure there would be in the financial industry and you know all sorts of different yeah. industries at that time as well yeah I think if you look at any um, big workforce uh, in a former life it was a posty Mm-hmm. And um, it was very much a part of that as well. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it is a thing about being up here. Mm-hmm. And then sure, there are there are a big group now. There are big groups of any workforce that won't be doing that and won't be drinking and won't mm-hmm. be doing sure. know, dealing with things in there uh, or coping with things in in that negative way. But um, I think you could look at any population group and see. Yeah, that you, they are doing I suppose it. if you're looking for it, you'll find it, won't you? Yeah. So, on on average. Uh, a nice easy way of, of measuring I suppose is how many units of alcohol a week would you say you ended up getting to? Um, so up until eight months ago and over the it certainly ramped up over um, the lockdown period and everything okay. else and I was probably function, functioning and working and not, not being off sick mm-hmm. On so anywhere between fifty and eighty units a week. Wow, yeah. And the recommended amount it's per week is about le- fourteen, isn't it? Yeah, and let's be honest, that's a that's that's a false one anyway. You know, the, uh-huh. the, for for my it's like the five items of fruit. Do you know, what I mean? <laughs> five items of fruit or veg a day. We all know that it should be more than that. Sure, but because we're uh, so blinkered in their approach if we get told you need you know the real amount that we need to go then we all yeah. know that nobody would go near that yeah um, sure and you know the if you're looking at chemically the effect on your body then the, the safe amount for alcohol units is really no sure um, yeah so yeah. any any anything that is relative you know really a poison going into your body it's, it's not gonna have a bad effect <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. not gonna have a positive effect is it um so you mentioned about eight months ago so what, what changed eight months ago? Um, 
so I, I had a, a conversation with somebody on a Saturday night and um, mm -hmm. they'd sort of put it to me that, um, okay, so on, on the one side of, um, I've been involved in healthcare professionally mm -hmm. yeah. um, for half my life. I've uh, been involved around um, my own personal sort of health journey Mm -hmm. around martial arts for 10 just over 10 years yeah um, and then achieving a good few things with that um, but the other side is that um, I was functioning mm -hmm. basically I was functioning and um, doing those things and of an evening and through a weekend I would be drinking to excess mm. um, and uh, they kind of they put it to me of like so who are you who is this guy called Lindsay that yeah. does all these things that are helpful and beneficial professionally yeah. and helpful and beneficial in his personal life with his yeah. fitness and then the other part is that he sits and drinks copious amounts of beer and whiskey yeah so, so like you say that there is that same coin but two very different sides aren't they mm -hmm. so it's, i mean how how did that feel when you because that's quite a it's quite a shot to the chest and if, if someone says you know so who who are you exactly i mean that that's a real sit down and yeah and stop um, moment isn't I it i was gonna say it was like a, a kind of slap to the face or a, a yeah. shovel to the back of the head but in a uh -huh. way that would be um downgrading the message from the person uh -huh. and sort of sort of shoot the messenger kind of thing mm. but it was it was like a, when you've been jumping on a trampoline for ages and you come off the trampoline and then you jump on the ground and it's like that big jolt yes it was, yeah. like, it was like that of like yeah good point yeah <laughs> like, yeah who, who am I and um, and what the fuck have I been doing uh-huh basically yeah um, so you know having done positive things for my health and my coping strategies over mm -hmm. the last 10 years with, with fitness and with training and continuing with those other negative ways of dealing with it um, and it increasing and increasing to that extent and it mm -hmm. was like right yeah I need to really have a think about this yeah yeah because uh, nobody can sustain that you know I mean yes I was I was functioning and I was mm -hmm. still being a part of family life and other areas of life but you know that's not sustainable at, sure. at that level and at a good few levels below no, absolutely like, and I, I think you say about functioning as well it's it's like you, you're getting through you are you're there but I suppose you won't really know <clears throat> excuse me you won't really know how much better it could be until you stop that thing isn't it it's like a, a scientific experiment you sort of in order to prove a, a theory you have to take something away or add something in mm -hmm. so you know, functioning fine with you know drinking that level of alcohol is quite amazing to be able to get through your days. But is getting through your days enough? I suppose. Yeah, yeah it'd so, be better to be present. Yeah, absolutely. Be. So, so what was it? You know, you, you had this really um, powerful sort of conversation with with a friend that really jolted you. When did things start to sort of take shape and and change? Was there any particular the next, you know, well, moment that you can think of? The next day. Um, really, it was and, quick and, as that. and really, um, so yeah. So th that conversation happened on the Saturday. Yeah. Um, the Sunday, I I sat there and 
and um, and thought about it all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still had two beers in the fridge. Uh-huh. So I was sitting on the Sunday evening and um, I'd done that. Th- there's a... Uh, there's a truism. You put an end if you search anything in Google. Uh-huh. Uh, number one, it's it's probably um, you're going to be led in a certain direction. But mm-hmm. also the fact I think if you put a question in, then really you know the answer to it. So put, <laughs> putting the question in, uh, you know, around my alcohol use and everything mm-hmm. else, and like what could I be doing about it? As I sat drinking the last two cans that I had <laughs> um, around a like what to do next kind of thing and I sat there on the 24th of April and thought right I'm going to stop drinking Mm. Um, and it was as immediate as that so having had the conversation on the Saturday the 23rd um, gone to bed I would say slept on it but not really because Uh I went to bed pissed Um, (laughs) up during the day and, and going about my business on the, on the Sunday and thought, right, it was being mulled over during the day mm-hmm. and then sat on the Sunday evening and thought, right, that's it. Jeez. And you've stuck to that ever since? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's, when, when we spoke before um, and uh, with two hats on, with the nurse hat on mm-hmm. and with the person that's um, with three hats, the nurse hat, the the hat of somebody who's trained and done um, a lot of activity around mm-hmm. martial arts over yeah. the last ten years, um, but also as somebody that's that's drank at the level that I drank at, mm-hmm. um, it's not the recommended route. And uh-huh. basically, thanks to the fact that I train at Lions Den, other gyms are available. Yeah. In fact, thanks to the fact that I trained every day. Yeah. The way that I'd, I'd sat and worked out of like, well, okay, I'm detoxing five days a week, yeah. sometimes six, and I'm training. So yeah. physically, this is a safe thing, to, safer thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not something I would advocate anyone else to do. Yeah. Um, I think if you're drinking at any sort of um, levels above the recommended intake, which we've already discussed, are uh-huh. probably false, um, <laughs> then that's not the way to go about it, of sort of a reduction and, and you know, speak to your doctor, yeah, um, and do it that way. But um, yeah, I just I stopped. Um, I I looked on uh, at different apps, some of which um, were attractive towards me or, or support, some of which mm-hmm. were were less than attractive, and um, I found something that would basically just track how many days I'd been okay. alcohol yeah. free, um, and I could enter in other things so as well as. Um, the days it would give me how much money I'd saved so I, I worked out about £10 a day mm-hmm. I worked out yeah. how many calories roughly I was taking in a day yeah. um, and a, I could I also put in like the amount of time that was spent which I would revise that and I would revise um, the amounts in terms of the units because when I first did it I was probably about half of what, mm-hmm. I, what I really was drinking. Right, and okay. I'll, you know, I'll speak for th- for myself. I know that whenever you go and, you know, you have those questions with your doctor, mm-hmm. we've spoke about this before, of like, you know, yeah. how many of this do you do? 
you give the answer that you think they want them to hear and if yeah. you know that it's not accurate you'll just you'll embellish it a little bit sure so that you get a little bit less of a row or yeah um, yeah I, I tend to I tend to ask about alcohol consumption less now because I think the and, and also dietary stuff as well because I think the chances of someone being totally honest with you are not not mm. quite there you know like you say they'll either bring the number down or, or bring it up you know depending what yeah. uh, what is is considered to be acceptable I suppose yeah, yeah now that's um that's great so you mentioned the, your exercise as well so you've sort of gone through a career almost of a, as a, a professional drinker I think you've mentioned before haven't you mm -hmm. so you know and, and you've you've managed to just stop that on a on a dime which is like say not not for everybody and and you know maybe shouldn't be recommended for everybody but it certainly has worked for you so far which is amazing um, how did you were you always into exercise or did something um, was, there, was there something that started you off? Yeah, so the, the, the main thing that started me off was uh, I did a, a course when I worked in intensive care, which is one of mm. the most academically challenging courses I've ever done. Okay. On the 3rd of November, 2011. Good recall. Uh, yeah, so um, it's the fact that it was a November thing and the fact that this has been a, an April thing is just... Uh, a timely reminder when we film this in January that um, resolutions and, and having the, a new year to start things are great but it's not entirely necessary if yeah. at all yeah. uh, and the, I remember it because I'd done this course I'd had a pig of a day doing mm. this course I came home I was frustrated um, the house was empty and uh, I walked up to the fridge because that was my go-to Mm -hmm. Opened the fridge, looked at the beers, stepped back from the fridge, closed the door, went upstairs, pulled off my work clothes, pulled on joggers and hoodies and mm -hmm. everything else because it's November, of course it's cold. Absolutely. Uh, got some music lined up and walked out. There, there was nobody else in the house and walked out and okay. walked around the, the perimeter or the, the boundary of Stonehaven. Mm -hmm. um, and that was a a big um, change of face or change of tact for me because mm -hmm. yeah you know those beers were there and I just thought no I just I need to go out and, and be doing something I need this to be dealt with in a different way and I did that for I did I became a walker because I was yeah. determined to not jog okay. because uh, no disrespect to any that jogs but I would look <laughs> and I'd, I'd even now as I do fitness work I still you know running is not my thing it's a means to an end and we, mm -hmm. we do it as part of our gradings and that's fine yeah and if you know you're faster than the person that's not on the couch great but it's, <laughs> it's not for me yeah and um, so I walked and then part of the the uh, route that I took involved a hill so the kind of person that I am I thought well I could run up this hill so I would uh -huh. run up the hill or as far as I could get because I wasn't as fit as I perhaps thought I was or <laughs> wanted to be. Yeah. And then I continued walking and then I would get to the hill the next time and I would run up as far as I could get yeah. and then I would run to the like the next lamppost. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of built up. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing, um, this is probably really politically incorrect, it got called Indian running. I don't know what it would be called now, First okay. Nation running, but so yeah. you, would, you would run for chunks of your 
of your route and yeah. then you would walk at a brisk pace and then okay. you would just walk yeah. yeah it's probably got a proper name now and um sorry for any offense okay. <laughs> i think it might be cool i think another name for it is uh, is fartlet training i think you sort of you run until you feel that you don't want to you're not able to run any more than you walk until you feel recovered then go yeah. again but it might be a slight slight yeah. thing if there's set distances it might be saying a little bit different yeah. so I, I did that because like I said I wasn't wanting to be this guy that was middle-aged fat guy that was uh, jogging <laughs> um, but as it turned out yes I was I was walking and I was adding in more and more runs to yeah. it at the same time um, a close friend and colleague um, who I worked with, her and her husband Nicola and Malcolm Evans, mm -hmm. had uh, opened up a kickboxing uh, academy yeah. in Stonehaven, Lions Den. Yeah. And all through this period, Nicola is saying to me, "Come along and give kickboxing a go. It will be just your thing, and it will, you know, your fitness will go up. You'll enjoy the activity. You'll enjoy mm -hmm. the company. Um, you'll have good fun." you'll learn something new mm -hmm. um, and um, thankfully she just wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I went it's along. It's a sort of friend you need sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went along to prove a point and to say, right, okay, I've done this now. Um, and lo and behold, she's right, she usually is, <laughs> um, that I went and I did it and I, I was in for an hour and I was drenched in sweat mm -hmm. um, and I walked out of the academy and I walked for two or three minutes to go home and I couldn't work out what was going on in my head. And what was going mm -hmm. on in my head was that I just, all the stresses of the day, anxieties, mm -hmm. everything else had just been wiped gotcha. and um, sort of squeegeed out. Interesting, isn't it? Because we, we talked about coping strategies earlier and, and the original coping strategy was, was alcohol um, and, and you get whatever that comes comes with it, but then you've you've had this moment and at the at the fridge where you've opened the fridge and then something has made you just say no, you know this conversation or this you know bad day and all that sort of thing. You close the close the fridge and it's right right. This is that's a moment to change and it's it was in November. Now, there's nothing particularly special about November, is there? You know, like we said, we're in early January now. I'm sure there's lots of people out there who have made lots of January resolutions to change things, mm. but it doesn't have to be the 1st of January, does it? You know, it can be any any point of any day at any time where you can just say, no, now is that time when I'm gonna start exercising. Now is the time that I'm gonna stop drinking or stop smoking or you know, eat differently or phone you know, yeah. friends more regularly or, or whatever it be. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a really, a really powerful point it's it's right in front of everyone's faces but i think people forget and they feel that there has to be a special event to change things mm. whereas any one second is no different to another second it's no. just another one um so the best time to do it was maybe 20 years ago but the second best time to do it was when you were staring in the fridge yeah. you know thinking about drinking the beer and just decided to go for a walk instead mm -hmm. um you don't have to be a rock bottom you don't have to no, be that's right like george best need to live or oliver yeah. reed or or you know any of the more recent drinkers that we've we talked about in that mm -hmm. kind of loaded culture you don't need to be at a crisis mm. if you recognize that 
shit needs to change, yeah. then you've got, it's, uh, it's matrix time, you've it got does. this choice, yeah. you could go to the co-op and get more drink, or any, any, go to the shop and get more drink, mm-hmm. or you could close the fridge door and go for a walk. It does start with it. that awareness, doesn't it? And, and maybe that, that conversation with your, your friend just brought it front and centre and, and just brought that awareness into, into focus, and that's, that's then started the cogs moving of, right, I need to, or I want to change this. Yeah. And I want to make a change. Once you really have good. to. Have yeah. To. yeah. Yeah. No, fantastic. That's really, I think there's a, you know, I, I can take a lot from that because um, I know from some of our conversations before, um, you know, I've, I've changed certain outlooks and certain mindsets on, on things. Uh, for example, you, you started to uh, use, something at the end of your day to keep you on on track mm-hmm. um maybe you can go into a bit more detail yeah, on, so, on that um so as well as doing the the um the app on the phone that gave me like x amount of days and mm-hmm. uh, you could check in and um, record things that you've been doing through your day mm-hmm. um and how you've been feeling as a result and it's got okay. everything from you know um top of the world happy to um you know, it's it's the end of the world kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, and looking at um, the different podcasts and different things on Instagram that are around. But the other thing that came in was journaling. Um, okay. I'd been doing a bit of reading around the Stoics and um, the the work that they'd done all those years ago. Um, and basically, there was a thing of like, right, so um, have you curbed bad habits today? Mm-hmm. Um, are you? Uh, th- what things have you done today that have been towards you being a better person for mm-hmm. yourself and, and for things that you've done? Um, if you've tried certain things and it didn't work, why not? And yeah. uh, how can you improve? So how can you keep building on what you've achieved on this 24-hour period? Yeah. Um, and also looking at like... Uh, gratitude that you have for the day and that mm-hmm. could be anything from you know a warm jumper to psychological support from a friend yeah um food warmth um looking at your what what positive things have you taken in from reading um what kind of mindfulness things have you done mm-hmm. in terms of thought processes and trying to change um thought processes which will then change behaviors looking at exercise that you've done, looking at what your attitude's been like through mm-hmm. the day um, and just being accountable and yeah. doing that and then doing something in the morning where you'd say, so from the get, you, you wake up, how do you feel? Writing it down straight away, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. And how do you want to feel? What's the most important thing for you to achieve today? Yeah. And what do you need to do and feel to make those things or to make that one thing happen? Um, and, and again, looking at, you know, what went well yesterday, what didn't go so well, what mm-hmm. what do you need to change yourself yeah. to influence that, because that's where it's going to come from. So for instance, a, um, a challenging day at work, mm-hmm. where before it would have been, right, well, I'll get through that, I'll go train, then I'll have a few beers afterwards, and that'll be it, yeah. and not really deal with it, rather yeah. than, or, or so the, the, the changed, improved way of dealing with that would be, right, this was particularly stressful or particularly troublesome at work mm-hmm. I dealt with it as far as I could then I went outside for five minutes and mm-hmm. I had a little walk around or I went and I did something else at work 
and I came back to it and it still couldn't be addressed but there you go and I continued working and I continued to be a, a good person to be around in the workplace. I then went home and went and trained and then I'm present and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking at that as I go to bed because I'm writing it down mm-hmm. and I'm not numbing it yeah. with, with yeah. alcohol. I think that's the thing isn't it is actually bringing the problem into focus and, and if you if you shine a light on it it's much easier to deal with the problem rather than like you say pack it away you know have a few drinks and, and forget mm-hmm. about about this you try and push it there but it's a I tend to think of it like trying to keep a beach ball underwater it's like it's okay if you're putting the effort in to do it but as soon as you take your mind off it it's going to come back up at, yeah. at some point isn't it yeah. but I, I, I really like the idea of the of the apps asking you about all those different different things because after each day it's bringing everything into focus of you know what what happened today you know what did I want to happen today what can I do to change it you know taking accountability taking responsibility for it um, and then even without asking you the question you naturally your next point is well what should I do tomorrow you know you're asking yourself what could I do tomorrow to change that so um, yeah I, I think that's really good and maybe one of the reasons why you've been so successful in just literally switching alcohol off like that is the fact that you've constantly been kept on course with things by by debriefing each day and and checking on what you're doing because it's very easy for a, a you know you set your course to go north but then you could go one degree off and the longer you sail for, you're going to end up miles away. Yeah. But by checking your compass each day after after every day, it just enables you to just correct and just come back and mm. stay on track. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's if anyone's looking for a way to go about it, it's to it's to measure, you know, where you are at the beginning of the day, um, measure where you are at the, at the end of the day, whichever one suits you best. Mm. But just see what you can learn after each one. I think that's really yeah. really interesting. I think. Um, Again, having having thought about this over the last little while in preparation, mm-hmm. um, my uh, my view or my thought on that is that if you do it at the, twice mm-hmm. in that day, so we've we've all got time. So I work full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got family, um, and I I make time for everything. Um, key key word making time, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So you know, we all know how many hours in a day there are. Mm-hmm. So how much hours do you spend doing things that aren't beneficial, either for you or your significant others? Mm-hmm. And that's not being derogatory about anything that Andy does. But if you if you think there's a need for a change, then you can find the time. So like I say, even just the time that I spent um, drinking, which mm-hmm. was all I all I put into that was the. The, you know the two three hours after training or mm-hmm. however many hours of a weekend probably about double each each night of the weekend but also there's like okay so there's the hour or so in the morning where you're like getting up and functioning and you're walking a dog but you know it's a bit of a struggle mm-hmm. or you're you're doing other things at the start of the day and you're feeling shit basically from the night before so yeah. all of that time is now free um and a less um, 
less harmful ways, mm -hmm. um, you know, social media. So do you get up, do you wake up and look on Facebook and look on Instagram and look on everything else and yeah. then on the news, inverted commas. Mm -hmm. So um, you could still be doing those things, but if you do this journal first, and it takes minutes, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it can be as, as <coughs> exhaustive as you as you want it to be, or as you need it to be, mm -hmm. and it, it, in the same way that my my uh, my volition was to not be a runner, and I ended up running around <laughs> that route. Yeah. Um. I mean, we've all tried diaries, and we've all tried journals and everything else, but I started doing that in October, on October the 29th and mm -hmm. it's emblazoned on book two now of my journals, right, yeah. um, in big sharpie pen. Because that was the day that it's, I thought, right, I'm going to start doing this. Yeah. And that was that moment, yeah. that, that trigger moment yeah. for you. And, and the first day that I did it, it was like half a page. It was a little bit in the morning, there was a little bit in the evening. Mm -hmm. And then it slowly grew. And I'm averaging about a page a day. Right, okay. Um, usually more, seldom less. How long does it take you to, to write that page on average? So I'm doing, I'm checking in in the morning. And I'm doing, you know, I'm doing that before I go to work. Yeah. And, um, you know, it takes, there's, there's days it takes a few minutes, there's days it takes maybe 10 minutes. But I'm, gotcha. sitting having, I'm sitting having my breakfast. Yeah. And you're just giving it some thought. And so whether you're having your, your eggs and toast and mm -hmm. you're writing all the time or whether you're having your eggs and your toast, you're like, oh yeah, okay, I can put that down. And it yeah, doesn't yeah. have to, it's not an English exam. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be exhaustive. It doesn't have to be spelt right. Yeah, it can um, be however you want it, right? And... A, somebody had said to me, oh, what, what if somebody sees that? I'm like, well, they don't care. Mm -hmm. you know, if, they, if they want to have a look at it, good, yeah. luck, good luck to them. Um, but, you know, you could say, to, well, this is a journal. You know, I'd rather you didn't. Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to hide it away. Yeah. Um, nobody's checking it for spelling or for swearing or for yeah, doodles yeah, or anyth anything yeah, like exactly. that. And, and also, like, one word. I could put down one word in that, and it's not about being in code or anything, but it could be, um, you know, the fridge. It could be the shop it, it could be a few sentences and it, yeah. it'll make sense to nobody but the person that's written it sure so it takes yeah. minutes to do that's the, yeah. the kind of the quicker version and likewise the end of the day you know you could you could spend a long time doing it or you mm -hmm. could spend a few minutes and i don't feel that i'm doing um anything else of disservice as a result of writing this and i'm yeah. certainly spending less time doing this than i was drinking Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so you're in credit like, as far as time's yeah, concerned, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing, isn't it? If we, we all, we're all busy. You know, every, everyone's busy. But are we always being productive and pushing ourselves towards uh, being the sort of person that we we want to be? And if I feel if we if we honestly hand on heart feel and we audit our day and we can't find five minutes at the beginning of the day and potentially five minutes at the end of the day in order to, to keep our ship on course, then I think we need to take another look yeah. and, and be a bit honest with ourselves. And it's like, you know, the, the health and fitness, you know, if you're not gonna make time for your health, mm -hmm. then you're gonna have to make time for illness at later, later <sighs> yeah. in life. Well, so, yeah, that's, you know what I mean? Oof. <laughs> talk about <laughs> hitting the chest. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, yeah, says me. You know that was doing that thing. You know, for I, I got away with that. I got I got uh -huh. bloods done, and I got away with problematic behaviour for mm -hmm. a, a, a chunk of my life. Um, I got bloods done, and you know, they've been okay. Yeah, and 
nothing on toward you. It's all you, you can never say never, and it's a work in progress and everything else. But mm. um, yeah, so it's like, well, okay, I know that it's not one thing would be a cure all, just in the same way that for carrying too much weight or or whatever a health mm. issue may be, there's no cure all for it. Mm. Um, so if I've got this and I've got um, kickboxing at Lions Den and I've got jiu-jitsu at Lions Den mm -hmm. and I've got yeah. wild swimming and I've got walking and podcasts and I've got books and I've got friends and family yeah. to be accountable to, mm -hmm. um, then if one of those things either isn't happening because you know places are closed for holidays mm -hmm. or I've got a injury that would prevent me from completely doing any training yeah. or um, the sea is too rough mm -hmm. um, so hey so you can take one of those things out and and you can um, rearrange the troops yeah that are going to help you with this it sort of fills that gap gets filled with something else that you you enjoy doing anyway doesn't it mm -hmm. yeah no that's that's great I mean I mean just just from this bit and I know I know there's loads more that we could discuss because we have <laughs> and we've yeah. sat there for hours you know just literally just talking about stuff and we've tried to sort of pick out certain certain parts but certainly from from what we've talked about today the the big things for me are that at any moment you can choose to make any change that you want in any direction to anything in your life you want but it is your choice and you will have to take responsibility for that and accountability for it um, and also a lot of the time people say to me oh that's not that's not really me I'm not really you know I'm not an exercise person oh, but again going back to previous point at any moment at any time you can choose to be whoever you want to be and do whatever you want to do so you didn't want to be a jogger but you went out walking, you know, you started there, you know, you started at, at, the, at the beginning on the start line mm -hmm. and then slowly and incrementally you started to, well, oh, that hill looks like a challenge. I'll run a bit up that one. So it wasn't that you went out and you felt, right, I'm going to run 5K straight away. You slowly put yourself into it and, and improvements over time. Yeah. And all of a sudden someone's put something else there that ah, kickboxing is not really for me but you remained open-minded enough to go along and it's turned out to be probably one of the best things uh, you, you could ever do mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden we're maybe 10 years 10 years ago to, to now you're you know very proficient in in kickboxing jiu-jitsu you know you're out wild swimming um it's you know a, just a massive life change isn't it yeah. you know you're the, the, the boat has done a 180 uh, on, on where it was going before. But Absolutely. it's that, that one moment I'll go back to and I, I can almost sort of picture it, you know, being a fly on the wall when it happened of, of opening that fridge, whatever going through your mind that it was and just closing it again. And that's yeah. in November. It's not even like it's January the 1st or yeah. your birthday or, or anything like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's really powerful. And I hope, I hope that whoever's listening if they're thinking about, well, I'd like to do this or I'd like to do that, but you know, I'm not ready to do it. Just do it now. You know, you don't have to run a marathon today, but you can put your trainers on 
and you can go and walk around the block. You know, start at the beginning and then earn the right over time with consistent effort to, to make those you know, massive differences that now, if we looked at you where you are now to 10 years ago, probably wouldn't even recognize you know, no, your, your no, life, no, would you? No, at all. But it's, it's got to start with opening the fridge and closing the fridge. Yep. So that's awesome, mate. Now, thanks for that. Um, we will definitely come back to this conversation because I know there's loads that we haven't covered yet. Uh, loads more things that I think would be quite inspirational to a lot of people, and I know they have been for me. So thank you, and we'll Pleasure. catch up again soon. Thanks for talking. Cheers, buddy. Thank you.